everybody. Welcome back to the Active Dads podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. With me, as always, my co-host, John Hogan, over here, trying to be funny on the microphone. And welcome back, podcast listeners. Yeah, anyways. All right, so today we're going to talk a little bit about meal prep. Um, I've actually had this conversation with multiple clients over the past two weeks. Well, realistically, my entire career as a personal trainer. But over the past couple of weeks, it seems to be popping up a little bit more. Yeah. You know, people start talking about trying to slim down for the beach vacation, all that stuff. And I always tell them, you know, you're about six months behind. That's kind of what I was getting yeah. ready to say. Right. <laughs> yeah, you always want to start that in the fall. You should be planning for fall now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, um, one of the biggest, I don't know, leads, I guess, to success whenever it comes to diet is knowing what you're going to eat. Oh, yeah. If you wait till you're hungry to try to find something healthy to eat, that's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that goes for just day to day, you know, eating. And, you know, if you're an athlete, you know, eating during events and preparing for those, those things. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I mean, you want to spend a ridiculous amount of money, go grocery shopping while you're hungry. Yeah. (laughs) You go buy three times what you normally do and you're going to swing by the ice cream aisle too. That's right. And tater chips. Yeah. But no, so the big thing about it is, you know, if you don't plan to succeed, you plan to fail. That's all there is to it. So one thing that I try to talk to my clients about is just getting prepared over the weekend, you know, and I mean, it doesn't have to be the weekend. If you work on the weekends, then whatever your day off is, you know, me and my wife, personally, we both work Monday through Friday, um, occasionally on Saturday mornings, but Sunday night, we always do meal prep for the week. So can you put your phone down? Yes. Thank you. So we always go grocery shopping Sunday around, I don't know, lunchtime right after church. And then we get everything that we need for the entire week. We'll buy our packs of steak, our you know bags of chicken, whatever we need to get. And then Sunday night, we spend about an hour to an hour and a half cooking, depending on what it is. You know, if it's something we have thrown in a crock pot, it kind of runs itself. So I don't count that as cooking time. But then, you know, I never have to scramble to find a healthy option. Yeah, because we have a refrigerator right here in the break room and I just keep all my food in there. If I'm ever, you know, hankering for a snack real quick, I come back here. I've got tons of healthy options at on hand. Yeah, You know, that's one bad part about this location is, you know, we're a three minute drive to every fast food place you can think of Absolutely. in North Carolina. So yeah. if I come in here hungry with no food, I'm going to make some bad options. I don't know what that Sorry. was. Yeah. You're good. But yeah, so plan ahead. Don't get yourself caught into a bind to where you only have unhealthy options around you. You know what I mean? Obviously, you can make a healthy option wherever you're at. You know, when we're in a pinch, we order Jimmy John's, which comes wrapped in romaine lettuce. It's a great little substitute, but it's not something you want to do every time. Yeah, It's not something you want to make a daily habit out of. Generally for me, that's like a once, maybe sometimes twice a week, but usually it's like once. Yeah. And it's it's usually like, you know, trying to cram something down before a meeting. So you literally, something you can eat in a parking lot. Mm -hmm. Um, They'll even meet you there. Yeah. Freaky fast. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I'm not screaming at you a little bit, but. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, and for me, like my days. I, I do a lot of fasting, so mm-hmm. um, I tend to fast more during the day and then get my workouts in fasted. And then, but of course, on you know uh, lift, you know lift and run days, I try to get food in. Yeah, um, but I usually well, stick to 
yeah, and I salads mean, and well, it really depends on what your goals are too. You know what I mean? So I'm technically just now coming out of my hypertrophy phase to where I was in a caloric surplus. Caloric surplus, you can be a little bit more liberal on where your yeah. calories come from. Yeah. But I'm about to start my cut, which I'm not doing a hard cut whatsoever. I mean, it's kind of dramatic to say what I'm doing is cutting weight. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I carry very little water weight. So, I mean, my cut's going to be a piece of cake. I'm doing four weeks just because I told Melvin that I would do four weeks because I did two weeks last time and I look great. So, four weeks with the same style of cut. I'm not looking to sacrifice my health. My energy levels are still going to be fine, but I am going to lean out and drop some water weight. So whenever it comes to that, I got to be a little bit more picky about where my calories are coming from. But the big thing is, is making a plan before you go to the grocery store. Mm -hmm. You know, what do I need? All right. So for me personally, I'm here usually from 6 a.m. to about 6, 6.30 p.m. So I always try to plan to have three meals while I'm here at work. And if it comes down to meals, I'll just eat dinner whenever I get home. But I normally don't like eating that late because I do like to do some IF yeah. as well. So normally my IF starts at around 8 o'clock in the morning and goes to about 4 o'clock in the evening. Yeah, similar to mine. Yeah, but sometimes I push it a little bit uh, back or move it around or whatever I need to do. So I know I need 15 meals. Okay, so what does 15 meals look like? So I can get a six-pack of steak at Sam's Club for fairly cheap. And that's going to be six meals right there. You know, right. get a bag salad or get a big bag of broccoli that I can just slam in the microwave for five minutes, steam them inside the bag. I know, I know, it's terrible. I'm putting plastic in the microwave. Ooh, get over the shit. A lot of people bitch about putting plastic bags in because you get the particulates and all that stuff. And oh, yeah, it's terrible for the environment. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. Just absolutely horrible. But it's quick and it's fresh vegetables. <laughs> so. It's quick. Yeah, you're always looking for quick. Yep. You might die, but it's quick. He ain't going to die. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, literally <laughs> the antioxidant you... properties <laughs> of the broccoli hear. itself will kick it out. And not to mention with my metabolism and my movement, I'm not worried about a little bit of free radicals floating yeah. around in my system. It's right. probably keeping everything else balanced, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, so do that. You know, think about, okay, if you work 9 to 5, odds are you're going to need a breakfast and a lunch. And, you know, dinner, you can go ahead and prep for that as well, but we're just talking about what to pack up and what to bring in. Oh, yeah. You got it? So you need two meals a day, so that's 10 meals. You know, some healthy snacks in between. You know, go to Sam's Club, get a big bag of uh, walnuts or something like that, some pecans to snack on. You know, maybe if you need some uh, little granola crunch things to get through the day instead of having a coffee later on in the evening, yeah. it's perfectly fine too. But people get too marred down in the specifics to where, like, okay, I need – this much rice, I need this much lean chicken, and maybe a touch of broccoli here and there. No. No, plan what you're actually going to eat. Yeah. Do not start discovering new foods while you do this. Yeah, you I know? mean, that's and that's the thing for us. It's and it's so much simpler if, if you and your if you can align your your family yeah. eating around that. You know, a lot of people are like, Well, you know, I've got a wife and three kids, so there's no way that we can possibly do this but yeah, do you not care about their health? Right. So, Is your health the only health yeah, that's important in yeah, the household? Yeah, like, so, you know, when I when I first thought of that, I'm like, well, of course I'm not going to go buy all this food for me and then them yeah. go have their food. Like, mm -hmm. sure, I may have my snack and they may have their snack, but that's about it. As yeah. far as, like, meats and foods and vegetables and all those things, yeah, we all eat the same thing. Yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong, like, that did become a problem whenever I first went keto Sarah wasn't really interested, yeah. you know. She was uh, one of the people 
who thought that it didn't sound like a very healthy diet, yeah. which on the surface it doesn't, you yeah. know, I mean, I'll completely agree with that. But whenever I first went keto, probably about the first three weeks, I was kind of doing it on my own and that wasn't that fun. You know, yeah. I mean, I was still in a caloric surplus. I wasn't like cutting calories by any means, but that was still a little rough to meal prep for myself, but she was still meal prepping with me. She was just eating the way we used to eat. You know, right. she was eating more paleo. Yeah. So we were still cooking very similar foods. It was just my ratios were a little mixed up and I yeah. kind of cut out the um, starchy carbs. You know, she would still have like the red potatoes and things like that. I didn't cut or I didn't use those. So I just made a substitute for something else with them usually more meat yeah so but yeah we always had similar diets so it's very easy you know the big thing is just portions Mm -hmm. you know my wife's a lot smaller than me and she's only at work for a normal work day so she only had two meals to begin with yeah so whenever we'd cook a pack of steaks you know if there's six steaks in there and she took two of them i took four of them Mm -hmm. and we just split it up you know one day would be roast beef one day we would or not one day we would cook it but one day we would have like a taco bowl. So, you know, just ground beef, a little bit of 80, 20 and threw some, uh, chili seasoning stuff in there. And I kept uh, shredded cheese here, jalapenos here, a little bit of sour cream. If I want some of that as well. And just kind of move through it that way. You know I mean? It's not difficult, but the big thing is, is don't cook five or six new meals for your meal prep. Right. Know what you like. That yeah. way you don't open the container. Ugh, I don't want this. And then you throw it back in the fridge for it to rot, and then you call Burger King. You yeah, know? <laughs> and it's and we we always you know it's kind of like and you hear people say, "Well, I can't eat the same thing over and over and over again." But it's really, I mean, once you once you find stuff you actually like, mm-hmm. and you rotate that stuff, I mean, it's really not that bad. No. Um, I mean, so we actually have like four or five like staple meals that we that we depend on or we rely on. We eat weekly. Um, and then there's always, you know, we always make enough with, you know, her taking food in mind and then me taking food in mind. Um, because where she's at, there's, you know, realistically the only thing, the only option she would have is fast food. Um, at least up here, you know, you have more options. There are healthy places you can go, you can go grab a nice salad somewhere or, you Mm. know. Yeah, it made um, me very sad when Lowe's Foods shut down the salad bar. Yeah, because of the COVID stuff. Yeah, because man, they always had fresh produce in that salad bar. Yeah, was that great. was that was what killed me about uh, you know the hardest thing for me was Jason's Deli when they when they closed. Um, of course, now they're the salad bar there is back open, um, mm. which is uh, build your own salad. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they just I mean they hand you a, a pair of plastic gloves to throw on when you're going through the line. I'm like. Okay, I don't have any problem with that because I've okay. seen some people do some nasty stuff with their fingers. Yeah, I'm not so, a big fan of buffets for that single. So that kind of, you know, that whole glove thing kind of stops you from licking your finger and yeah. grabbing, the, you know. <laughs> um, so that's kind of cool. True. I've told the guy, I'm like, you should just keep doing this regardless. I mean, mm. make yeah, that's people, a good point. You know, hand out some gloves because people don't wash. I've been in the bathroom. I'm like, hey, man, you going to wash those? Come on. <laughs> I just saw you at the buffet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wash your hands. Yeah, but nasty ass. Yeah, so I mean, we have some pretty good options in the in our area as mm. far as food goes. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, and like I said, even if you're on the road, you know, throw it in a cooler. Yeah, get you some of those big ice packs. And uh, the cool part about um, whenever Raylan was getting used to Whole Foods, we did this service called Little Spoon, and it was basically like meal prep for infants yeah you know you order what meal go in there figure out which meals you want and it came in like the little plastic container kind of like gerber babies yeah, yeah. but it was all organic 
nothing was heat treated. It was all flash frozen, sent to you. I mean, the stuff tastes amazing. Yeah. But it came with these huge freezer bags because they had to ship it in yeah. like insulation wrap and freezer bags. So we kept those big ass freezer bags that we still use in our coolers. Yeah. But you can get them anywhere, you know, yeah. and that's enough to keep the food cold for a while. If and you don't have a way of warming up the microwave, just eat it cold. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I'm very much the same way, or well, definitely the same way as far as you know. <clears throat> always thinking ahead on you know like events coming up. I mean, yeah. so one of my things right now is, <clears throat> and it's just been one of those things constantly thinking like what what am I going to be packing for for the monster, you know? And it's, I mean. It's not stuff I eat on a daily basis, but it's stuff that I've I've eaten while during big runs, so mm-hmm. I know that it, it actually works out. with me. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm like those little uh, peanut butter pretzels. You know, the peanut butter filled pretzel blankets. Mm-hmm. Like I'm stockpiling those jugs of those things because <laughs> I mean I can just grab a handful and you got salt, protein, and a little bit of carbohydrate out there. Mm-hmm. So a good mixture. Yeah. Um, pop tarts for late in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I tried this whole. I, not, I tried pretty strict keto um, the first time I did this race, and I mean, I didn't have a bad. I didn't have a bad experience, but yeah, but you definitely weren't optimized, right? So yeah. you know, if I'd have hit like sixty-five, seventy-five miles, that may have been a way different story. It was where I was mm-hmm. at. Um, but yeah, that's something that I encourage you know runners to do. Is, you know, a when you're you know, when you're in those months leading up to big races, you need to, that's when you need to be figuring out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. You know, figuring out what works best when it's hot, figuring out what works better when it's cold. Because um, a lot of times, and, and I'm one of the world's worst, like even with like water intake, when it's super cold outside, my water intake goes super down because I'm. That's well, everybody, man, but those know, muscles still need it. Those muscles still have to have it. Yeah. Those muscles, so those muscles still have to have calories. Um, so you got to find stuff that works with your stomach and your digestive system and your taste buds. Cause if it tastes like garbage mm-hmm. and the texture is terrible and then you get out there a race day and you just blew your whole meal prep, yeah. um, because everything you have is horrible and everything they have, you don't want like, yep. um, now I will say I've been in some of those, those races where I, you know, I grabbed a handful of gummy bears and a handful of M&Ms and that's what got me through to the end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because I didn't have those in my bag. But this year, I'm going to have those in my bag. So, mm-hmm. hang on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. When it comes to race fuel, you don't have to eat like an athlete. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have to keep calories coming in. Mm-hmm. Calories are constantly going out. So, the quality of calories doesn't matter. So yeah. It's literally just getting burned off yeah. from one side to the other. Yeah. You know, and so whenever you go to meal prep, whether it's just a normal week or whether it's a prep week or whether it's during competition, you always want to have your goals in mind. Mm-hmm. And another great thing about meal prepping is you can track everything right there while you're cooking. Yeah. Say, oh, okay, well, maybe I do need another serving of greens. Mm-hmm. Okay, that helped me hit my carb goal or whatever. Oh, yeah. okay, my fat goal's a little low. What if we get the, uh, you know, like a brisket instead of chicken tenders? Yeah. You know? So that way you can taper on what you need and you can track everything right there as you're putting it right. in the container. Yeah. That way there's no more guesswork. Yeah. Hey, what are you eating today? This container. Yeah. Everything inside here, I'm going to eat today. Yeah. And just move on, you know? And like I said, with snacks, get some healthy snacks, you know? Maybe get some fun snacks. Get yeah. some your favorite candy or whatever while you're there, you know? But make sure that you're doing something to earn that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, 
Uh, we do all kind. Of, I mean, we do little stuff like the uh, little egg, you know, little muffin quiche things. We'll make you mm-hmm. know two pans of those, and you just, like, okay, two of these are my protein fat goals for my for whatever meal. Yeah, throw two in a bag or two in a container. Bam, there you go. Put yeah. it in the refrigerator. Eat one, eat two, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it just make it. Yeah, like I said, it takes a lot of the guesswork mm-hmm. out, and yeah. you're not sitting there like, I'm starving. My God, let me let me mm-hmm. go eat this bag of chips and this cookie. Because mm. it was the first thing I saw, and I'm starving. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I've done it a thousand times, man. Like, I'll get, I'll fast with this, and I'll work out with this intention on eating, mm. and then I get caught up with work stuff for a meeting or whatever, and the eating part doesn't happen. And then I get home, and it's like, oh, I just ate a half bag of salt and vinegar kettle chips, <laughs> uh, and then you know, yeah. a piece of bread with peanut butter smeared all over mm-hmm. it, you know, and it's. I mean, right now, I'm not real worried about it because mm. just the amount of the output yeah. is just just keeping calories in my body right now is kind mm. of a challenge. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, yeah. Anytime you get that type of output, that's going to be your biggest problem. Yeah, but at the same time, it's also that reprogramming to know that once this is all over with, you kind of got to start to dial it back. Yeah, get back on track. Otherwise, yep. you're going to be a, a whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. You know, you take the guesswork completely out of it. You already know exactly what you're eating. Another huge benefit to that is it's a lot cheaper than eating out every day. Yeah. I know yeah. people complain about it being expensive to eat healthy. It's not whatsoever. If no. you're going through meal prep companies and getting the highest quality protein powder and all this other crap, of course. Yeah. It's like any other hobby you have. You can spend as much money as you want. Yep. You know, like we were talking about bikes the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, you... You can blow twenty thousand dollars on a road bike if you want to. I mean, three pairs of running shoes. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's that's not a that's not cheap. That's it. You add into it, you know, some nice Under Armour running spats and the Under Armour training hoodie, mm-hmm. and like you can spend as much money as you want to yeah. on any endeavor whatsoever. If you like guns, guess what? That's a very expensive hobby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't have to be. You know, me and my wife, our normal food bill for me, her, and the little one is like 100 to 110 bucks a week which isn't bad when you're feeding three different people solid foods yeah you know we don't go for like the freezer pizzas or ice cream or any of that stuff we're getting fresh vegetables we're getting meats yeah and it's not that expensive but we know what our intake has to look like so we already know what we're going there to get you know yeah. don't get me wrong we throw some snacks in there occasionally i don't want to like push that we're 100 percent on diet all the time oh yeah not. i mean we just don't buy <coughs> we don't buy in excess yeah. So yeah, if it's in the house, it's gonna get eight. So get be eight. careful what you take in the house. And we literally, I mean, we sit down and write it all out exactly. This is what we need. This is what we need. This mm-hmm. is where let's have this this day. This this day. I mean, just like you're saying. I mean, that way you know exactly what you're gonna have. Yeah. Now I will say we have with uh, with you know the COVID thing, and I don't blame really COVID on it as much as I do. You know, we try to support you know our local restaurants and stuff mm-hmm. that were hit pretty hard. Uh, we have we do eat out quite a bit um, during the week, um, but you know it's still places I know I can get you know quality beef. Yeah. I can get a you know a good fillet or a good burger, um, and then you know local vegetables and things like that. Um, but you know that that just goes back to that whole thing about you can't you can't eat healthy, you can't find anywhere outside to eat healthy, which is you know there's no healthy choices. Yeah, um, there's always healthy choices. Yeah. I don't care if you stop by a gas station. They're going to mm. have healthy choices there. Yeah. <clears throat> so the big thing is, is it healthy choices that you like? Right. That they match your 
yeah. flavor palette, you know? Yeah. Those sardines and olive oil are probably not going to taste like pretty pebbles. Oh, God, man. But those sardines and olive oil are so I can't do good it. for you. I can't do it. You There's know? certain healthy foods I do not touch. Oh, yeah? I really don't. There's some over there. We should do a, we should have a sardine eating contest. You go right ahead. You win, I promise. <laughs> it ain't going to touch my tongue, dude. I want nothing to do with it. I'll do the packs of tuna all day long, especially the uh, women's S ones. Those things are yeah, awesome. See, I, I can eat them ass. fresh out of the pack. Regular tuna and oh, water. I like that lemon on there, yeah. I, I can't do the lemon. And then the hot sauce one would taste really crappy, too. I mean, do you like any of them that's in the olive oil? What? The tuna. Oh, yeah. And oil? Yeah. I can't stand it. I put my own olive oil in it if it's just no, a tuna and I water. I be water. No, let's just, do the let's do a chovy. I'm good. No, Come I'm on. Good. Come on good. now. Oh, my God. But anyway, so those are other options. Yeah. You know, swing by the aisle, get a couple packs of tuna throw in there, good healthy fats, good protein content. It's funny because uh, one, one of my buddies that's probably down probably downstairs right now because his kid's in jiu-jitsu mm. he's one of those that really got me into the whole bodybuilding thing years ago i mean oh, really? so so yeah we were so i started with the older guys and and we worked out and worked out worked out and then he was like hey let's start working out together so we started working out together um and so we had a guys weekend at myrtle beach and i'm like he's like well uh we gotta plan our meals out and i'm like what he's like, yeah we gotta plan our meals so we both go to Myrtle Beach for just a weekend getaway with, with the dudes, just get down there and hang out. Um, and, and we go to Myrtle Beach with a, we both had an igloo cooler and it was full to the top with um, canned tuna, yeah. egg whites, and hot sauce. And we literally, yeah. we literally sat, no, I think we went out, we went out to eat like once or twice, but the whole time we were there, we were eating egg whites tuna and hot sauce oh, I just imagine like sun and alcohol hitting y'all's stomach I bet y'all ran everybody out of the house didn't you well I mean it's just us so oh shoot see I've just kind of like reveled in each other so. yeah, we just kind of reveled <laughs> you blow up one you blow up the other at the same time <laughs> that's it <laughs> but yeah man I, there was a time when tuna yeah. and egg whites I lived off that stuff because that was what back then that's what they said if you want to get ripped this is what you gotta eat no, no, you do not. And I didn't. I'm getting ripped eating oatmeal. I mean, I got a so. little ripped, but it wasn't worth what I put myself through. Because mm-hmm. there was a, and I mean, I had to take, I had to take off a tuna for a while after that. I was like, can't I eat. Imagine so, dude. You're not getting any other nutrition yeah. in to the help fat, without your digestion. Right. Yeah. Shoot. But yeah, so you know, meal prepping for that. Um, trying to get more natural foods in. Try to, you know, I mean, if you gotta get frozen vegetables, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, a lot so. of the times, if you can't get fresh vegetables, frozen vegetables are the way to go because they don't add preservatives yeah. to it to Just take don't it. Heat them yeah. in the microwave. Yeah, throw the whole bag in there. It's fine. That's what yeah, they're I mean, made for, man. They're self venting. Okay. That's the thing. Like right now, like it be hitting your local farmers markets, man. I mm-hmm. mean, those places are. You know, everybody thinks that it's you know local farmers are like crazy expensive, um, but the quality and what you pay for I mean, no, a lot of things compared to what you get in a grocery store mm-hmm. is just so much different like you know this was grown in a greenhouse well this was actually grown outside mm-hmm. um you know big difference oh yeah mm-hmm. i mean and we we load up i mean we we you know in a normal year try to grow our own you know majority of our own stuff um you know uh we you know our beefs local you know grass-fed most of the time it's a cow that i've pet or tried to jump on the back of or something <laughs> um 
you know. Yeah, I got to get hooked up with a local butcher. I haven't done that yet. I used to have a good one out towards Kayser, but I'm making butcher that drive every week. Or a butcher, processor plant, either one. Are you, I mean, you're talking about like, you're going to process your own meat? No, like find a local farmer that works with a local butcher oh, so and go you buy, buy like a meat. quarter. Yeah. Oh, buy I can, a quarter or half a cow. I got that for you. I'll hook you up. For yeah, the guy he's talking about hooking me up with was pretty expensive. $7 a pound. Okay, it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Grass fed. Yeah, it's about market price. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, might have been Ryan. Yeah. I might be getting you mixed up with Ryan. Ryan's client does that stuff too. I think his was a bit more expensive than that. Yeah, no, it's yeah, but that's no, the only piece we're missing. We got the vegetables locked down. You know, Dad has two acres worth of farm every yeah, year, yeah. and it's just him, so he gives away ninety percent of what he grows. Yeah, so we're good on that side of things. But yeah, I need to find a good local butcher. Yeah, I mean he's he's parked up town every Wednesday from eight up here from eight to two, and okay, uh, Saturday from seven to two. Nice. So I'll have to go check him out then. And you can pick out your cuts. They do pork. He does pork now and chicken. I'm not a big fan of pork, man. I like pulled pork, but as far as like pork tenderloin or something like that, I'm good. His bacon's yeah. pretty off. He does thick, so like thick cut bacon. Yeah. Bacon's I don't consider good. bacon pork though. That's I mean, true. It's very but little. The good thing about theirs <laughs> is it's preservative free, yeah. so that there's no no nitrates, no nitrates, oh. nit, nit, not not no, those no. traits. <laughs> Um. Yeah. yeah nitrates. Nitrates aren't, nitrates. Yeah. Nitrates aren't really a big problem. Yeah, they are. Your body burns them all very quickly. They're not an issue. Be. Yeah. They're not an issue at all. All right. Well, then for our next guest, we're going to get Charles Kane on here, and cool. he's going to talk about. I'd be more than happy to have Charles on. Nitrates. Yeah. And the effects they have on your body. I'm sure. Which are negligible. Very very tiny. Uh, Most people don't even see a problem with it. Yep. They don't until they do. Uh huh. Exactly. You're fine till you die of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what else? You know, we got that. Um, if you want to do supplements, go ahead and toss those in the cooler with it. You know, have yeah. everything together. You know, with your water, the biggest thing that I find with my uh, clients and water intake is they always pull up, oh, well, there's just no water at work. I'm like, well, why don't you take water to work? It's yeah. not a banned substance. You can oh, yeah. set it on your desk and it still be okay. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to like smuggle it in, you know. And it's your own water, so it tastes yeah. better. Yeah, that's it. You know, my wife carries around like five jugs and a case with her to work all the time. So she keeps up with her water intake because she brings her own water. She doesn't rely on work to supply it for her. Yeah. So you got that covered. You got all your meals covered. Biggest part about it is you know like sometimes some people depending on who you are i personally don't care you know people like worry about how long stuff stay in the stays in the fridge i literally have not had a single food go bad in six days i mean realistically you can scrape the fuzz off the top yeah and everything underneath yeah, just keep it yeah a little bit extra bread you know some yeah. carbohydrates I mean, from penicillin i can't because i'm deathly allergic to penicillin but oh yeah well, yeah. either way, we have cooked chicken, we have cooked steak, we have cooked all kinds of stuff, deer even, deer sausage, deer breakfast sausage. It's sitting there from Sunday to Friday, and I've ate it Friday at lunchtime before I went home, and I haven't died yet. Oh, when? So, me, i got to bring you some saltisa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to bring some of that. 
But yeah, so don't worry about that. If you are worried about that and you want to be as fresh as possible, meal prep twice. Meal prep on Sunday for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Then meal prep on Wednesday for Thursday and Friday. And squeeze a little lemon lime juice on it. <laughs> Just make sure it don't get discolored. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that good color to it. Or or just eat. Uh, I mean, you know, fermented foods is a big thing. Yeah, too. Fermented foods is awesome for I mean, you. I love halfway right. Yeah. I mean, and that's one thing. I like, got myself in trouble the past three or four times I ate it with kraut. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just too much. Like, like uh, it's great, but too much is going to run right through you, and you're going to feel bad about it later. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I do a lot of like, I do a lot of pickled stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, I love pickled foods. Um, yeah. Uh, somebody's at the door. Oh, who's at the door? Why are you texting me? Uh, it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> it wasn't me. Um, but yeah, I mean, so here lately, it's been pickled eggs. A lot of pickled eggs, pickled mm-hmm. beets, pickled asparagus is a big year right now. I'm chowing down on some pickled Dude, asparagus. I used to be addicted to pickled sausage. The fat oh, mama. Oh god, yeah, oh, yeah. Or big mama. Yeah, big mama. Yeah, red mama, whatever, something mama. Yeah, not the hot mama. I couldn't do. I got that I used on accident one time. I think it's pretty damn hot. Me and my brother-in-law. All that. Me and my brother-in-law get the big mamas and hot mamas on our beach trip, and then just <laughs> all the way down. Everybody's just gagging. <laughs> like, what you got? Oh, uh, I got God. a big mama and a pickled egg. <laughs> it's six hours of road. <laughs> But Goodness. yeah, like throw like, soda in there for good measure, just so you get it out both ends. Yeah, so yeah. it that's what I've been hitting up at the farmers markets here lately. Uh, you know, with local stuff not being really in season yet, but mm. um, there's a lot of canned stuff. I'm just, I love pickled beets. Um, beets yeah. are really good for you. You're talking about canned. You're talking about mason jar canning. Yes. Not aluminum can that you buy off the no, 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 yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. You got to specify for some people. Yes. Yeah. Mason and while they do buy, buy yeah. a, you know, a grower. Yeah. Yeah. And while they do put preservatives in that, it's mainly sodium. Yeah. yeah. Just to keep it from going bad for years yeah. to come. Vinegar and sodium. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you like, you say canned vegetables. Right, they it, think yeah. like can off a Walmart yeah, shelf. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I try to steer. I mean, that, that stuff's okay. I just try to steer away from it. I'd yeah. rather. Green beans are so much better when they've been mm. pressure cooked and and sealed in a, you know, ball jar. Um, Why not mason? Why go good? Mason's ball? fine too, but mason's better for drinking tea out of. Um, the ball, you know, um, especially after it sits on the shelf in a dark for you know a good six months to a year. Mm. Man, them some good green beans. Yeah, like I can get straight up countryfied if I want to talk about some produce mm. and and yeah. growing food. Well, one of my clients was talking about canning deer meat. Oh god, yeah. I never had that. I've never even tried that. I'll have to get you some. My uh, miss my wife's great aunt, the Mm. one that lives down in Lexington that we've been hanging out with quite a bit. She cans meat. Um, I I never knew you could do that. I went along, like tried it before, and he said it was awesome. But one of my clients uh, said that he's been doing it for years, and his son did it earlier this year when he dropped one earlier last year. It's one of the best ways to preserve it and actually get you know a longer, like get longevity out of it without like freezer burning it or something Mm. like that. Um, yeah, normally whenever you get it from a processor, you like freeze it up in some saran wrap yeah. and wax paper. Yeah. They say you get a year out of it. Like I said, I don't care. I've pushed it two years before and it's still oh, been yeah. fine. As long yeah. as you don't have any issues with the freezer, it's going to be okay. Yeah, if it didn't yeah. de-thaw and refreeze again, you're, you're good. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, like there's a there's a pretty good asparagus farm. I love asparagus, but mm. I loaded up on some of their, uh, their pickled asparagus. Oh. That's usually been my snack. Never had that. Oh my god! They've I'll got check it out too. they've got like a garlic. They've got a garlic one, a zest, and like uh, like dill. Yeah. Um, 
So when I go home, dude, I'm like, I get a throw a pickled egg in a bowl, a bunch of big pickled beets, <laughs> and then four, five, six of those spears, and that's my snack. Oh my so good. That's my. I mean, that's. I hate summer. I really do. I mean, I'm a fall winter guy. I like spring when stuff blooms, and then it just sucks after that because it all turns green and gets hot, and the bugs come out. Like, yeah. I mean, I've worked in this. I've lived it my whole life, but that's just the part I don't care for. <laughs> but when the produce starts coming in, I'm in heaven. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so much good stuff. Mm-hmm. Fresh green beans, taters, sweet potatoes. I mean, all that. Mm. Yeah, see, I like every season, man. I'm glad they rotate. I just oh. hope we get spring this year. Last year, it kind of went from winter to summer. I think, looking at that look, it's going to be from the rest of this. Today was the warmest day of the week. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Nice. it's uh, mid-60s, mid-upper 60s the rest yeah. of the week with the 40s at night. So, good, good, good growing weather for sure. Mm-hmm. So, it looks like we're yeah, getting. Well, I don't know, that last frost was kind of late. That was really had his, late, yeah. Uh, tomatoes planted whenever yeah. that frost came through, so he's thinking about replanting. Yeah, he, uh, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that. It, it stays like this till at least past July fifth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not going to hang out that long. It better because the last time I did this race, it was like eighty nine at the start, and I was yeah. dehydrated from setting up a tent. So mm-hmm. I believe it, man. So I'm thinking, I'm hoping, like, oh, we're going to start in the you know upper to mid forties, and then the high is going to be like sixty nine, seventy at the most. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be cruising 100 miles. Bam, 23 hours done. Pop tarts and all. You enjoy that? Me and Sean will enjoy. <laughs> yep. All right, man. Anything else to throw in the meal prep jar? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think we covered it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like I said, prep your foods. Um, try not to get too crazy in the beginning. You know, after a while, you start getting bored. That was stir fry in there. Yeah. Don't never, ever cook I mean, your steak. Yeah, don't ever cook steak. That's never a good idea. Yeah, it's terrible when you reheat it. Yeah. Oh, when you reheat your chicken, you know, you might want a wet a paper towel, put that over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you just put in. a like a dollop of butter on top and then throw it in the microwave. That way the butter melts down mm-hmm. and gets it juicy again. I'm a big fan of that, especially with steaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you don't want to nuke a steak. It just makes it taste sad. <laughs> but you throw some butter on top of it, a little extra salt and pepper. Oh, yeah. Caramelize it. it. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. There was a good. killer, killer, and and why? I mean, I'll throw them out there. Um, ben Gre- uh, Greenfield's got a killer new cookbook out. Oh really? I'm checking. And I watched. Uh, he was doing a live. Uh, he's a, live, a big paleo guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was really. I mean, he's doing kind. Of, he's kind of keto paleo, but yeah. he did a really good, uh, like London broil stew over the weekend that was yeah. just fabulous I mean it was full of, I mean he put potatoes and fresh cut vegetables in it but mm-hmm. I mean it was good he coated everything in butter and oh yeah yeah you can always do stews we do you know deer stew every now and then with some red potatoes yeah. and carrots uh, stuff I want to start using some quinoa a little bit more and some couscous but I don't really know what to make them with so I gotta play with that I'm thinking about making some chicken noodle soup with couscous we do quinoa quite a bit at the house. We'll do we'll throw it like in the taco salads and stuff instead of rice. So we oh, kind of substitute that's a good plan. Yeah. substitute rice. We'll do uh, like uh, Salisbury steak mm-hmm. with gravy and quinoa. Um, that's mm-hmm. a good one. Um, we also do the uh, the rice cauliflower too. Yeah, I don't do the rice cauliflower, but we do the ma- <clears throat> mashed cauliflower. Mashed too. Dude, yeah. the best tip I can give you: boil it before you throw it in the food processor. 
Oh, yeah. Makes it come out smooth just like mashed potatoes. That's what Missy does. Yeah, if you don't do that, it has like that weird sand grain yeah. feel to it. I just can't stand she that. Puts, uh, she puts, and she adds quite a bit of cheese to it, too. Mm-hmm. Kind of gives it that. A little butter, a little salt and pepper. Yeah, it's good stuff. I put butter and salt and pepper on about everything. I'm going to throw a good cube steak on top of that. Mm-hmm. I love some cube steak. Yeah, big fan of that as well. But again, don't overcook your cube steak. You'll ruin yeah. it in 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, when it's done, it's done. Take it off, let it set for five minutes. Don't even look at it. Leave it alone. And yes, you can bread it with almond flour mm-hmm. or coconut flour. I prefer almond flour. We almond do a flour blend, sets though. better. Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit of a blend. Yeah, we did a blend there for a while. I'm just not a big fan of coconut flour because it always it has just, that coconut flavor yeah, to it. I don't want cube steak with yeah. coconut. I'm not in Hawaii. Yeah, that made sense. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, so prep your food. Prep your snacks. Make sure that you prep your water. Everything you need. Like I said, you want to set yourself up to be successful. You do not want to jump out of the plane before you see if the parachute works or not. Yeah, tenderize right. your meat. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to leave out them all. Anyways. <laughs> All right. What are you, what are you laughing Thank about? you for listening to the Active Dads podcast. We're going to get off here now. Y'all have fun. As always, hit the subscribe button, leave a review, tell your friends, tell everybody. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Check you later.